And moving on to the next segment here, I have to begin with the famous story of Ted Cruz as the Zodiac Killer. And I've done a couple episodes about this story rather than a theory here on this channel. For a while I was doing the Zodiac Killer debunking series, and somebody had requested an episode on Ted Cruz. And that one is called Zodiac Ted Cruz. I don't think it's called debunked. I think it's called WTF is the full title of it, Zodiac Ted Cruz WTF, because obviously Ted Cruz wasn't the Zodiac Killer, the senator from Texas. He was born two years after the first crime took place. Ted Cruz was born in 1970, and the only real value in having those types of discussions is that we can ask a question that was posed by Mel Magazine that said, are people looking to Ted Cruz as the Zodiac Killer because they don't want the case to be solved? They enjoy the excitement of the unsolved case, and also the the excitement of how this one person committed a set of homicides, wrote letters taking credit for it, and was still never apprehended by the police. All the taunts, like the phone calls, the car door at Lake Berryessa, the ciphers, it's so much more than the letters, really. But they think that there is something that is um, mysterious in an entertaining way about a serial killer who could do that. I absolutely disagree with that type of thinking. I want this case solved, and I want to give that file the case closed stamp in the very near future. I sure hope so. But some people are perhaps in the world of the chase is more fun than the catch. What do you think? You can weigh in in the comment section down below. And as I said, I have a debunking episode on Ted Cruz. And that was a request that somebody had made. And I think the uh, same person also requested a debunking episode on Bernie Sanders. And I was like, Bernie Sanders, the senator from Vermont, former presidential candidate? Well, debunk Bernie as what? Ted Cruz was the Zodiac Killer. Was Bernie Sanders D.B. Cooper, perhaps? But then I had this faded memory of, um, I said something maybe to the effect once on BBOR that Bernie Sanders was at least alive at the time. Bernie was born in the early 1940s. And as we're going to see throughout this episode, there is indeed a Bernie Sanders connection to the Zodiac Killer mystery. And I have to give a shout-out to James Simpson, whom I've been corresponding with, and he has shared a lot of his observations about the Zodiac Killer CIA connection. And one of the um, final pieces that he shared with me is what I will begin with, and it comes to us from the political commentator Lauren Southern, who shared a solution to the Z13 cipher that says Bernie Sanders, also known as the My Name Is Cipher. And to put that into contact, the Zodiac mailed in the Z13 cipher with the introductory message, this is the Zodiac speaking. By the way, have you cracked the last cipher I sent you? My name is blank. But I think that some of you guys are already very much on the game, and you can see that that is not the real Z13. That has definitely been altered. So I think either Lauren Southern or one of her friends, maybe someone from Rebel Media, had been playing around with the characters to try and force the solution of Bernie Sanders. But to get to some of the bigger observations that uh, James Simpson has shared, and I promise you Bernie Sanders will come back into this, he has written something out for this show. And I want to be very clear, these are all his observations, not mine. He says, Ned, thanks for the chance to share something with your show. I have prepared a statement about each of the cases that you are interested in below. The Zodiac Killer and the Amerithrax Letters. 
They unfortunately may be very long for your time slot, so I accept that you might edit them down. I began work on the Zodiac ciphers in 2016 as a side project. Within a few searches through the internet databases, I noticed immediately that there were two distinct police sketches drawn of suspects in the case. I noticed then that there was a pretty big effort online and in media productions to convince everyone that it was a single person. Having these ciphers broken down one by one showed that without a doubt there was a team in operation and that they were backed by the CIA and the Department of Defense's Psychological Warfare Department, that they were engaged at the time throughout the country in known covert operations under a variety of code names. I looked to identify the team of operatives and set my attention to the ciphers themselves to form a recognizable pattern and the use of encryption techniques throughout each of them as the ciphers were meant to direct the team and instruct them where to move and what type of affair to conduct, they were mailed into San Francisco as they moved throughout the country and eventually took their projects overseas to specific locations mentioned in the ciphers. This was orchestrated to keep the attention focused in that area for the rest of the country while it was being terrorized by their agents. There are many letters car and cards that have been archived, and they have been compiled with my worksheets and are on my Facebook page. And if anyone would like to uh, read the material on his Facebook page, it is called Zodiac Ciphers Solved. Facebook.com slash Zodiac Ciphers Solved. Each one leaves instructions and directions for the specific groups to use to stage operations throughout a time period, lasting until the next group of operations which was planned with the ciphers and cryptos, which leave no doubt that they were created in the same way as the Zodiac ciphers were compiled and were specifically created to instruct two of the remaining operatives behind the original observations, operations, excuse me, operations. I examined the Z408 cipher thoroughly and found that it had a few parts that were still unsolved, so I looked deeper into Don Hardin's research to see if there was anything that stood out as intentional and looked to find the meaning from the misspellings, identifying the author using the old English box cipher made from words that were incorrect. I then went on to form a conclusion about how the use of the last 18 letters of the Z408 as I found a sort of addendum that was used to clue you to identifying the star map, embedded with the quadrants of the Z340, mentioning a Baconian-era text, The Tempest, and it was a hidden star map that led the reader to a fabled location in the New World. When a star quadrant and the constellations of Hercules and Arcturus were found in the Z340 by connecting the dots in the ciphertext, it was coupled with the map to form a center point in Dublin, California. Now there's a whole lot of info in there, and before I go any further, I want to um, point out something that when James Simpson is talking about two Zodiac sketches, he is referring to the sketch after the Stein shooting on October 11th of 69. The other sketch that he is referring to is that of the Lake Berryessa voyeur that was um, seen on September 27th of 69 before the Lake Berryessa stabbing. That's when the three girls were sunbathing and they saw a man who seemed very well dressed except his shirt was not tucked in, and they were surprised because he looked very neat. And he looked like such a neat person that they thought his hair might have actually been a wig, but he's just watching these three girls sunbathe for an extended period of time. And, But I do need to emphasize that those are the two sketches he's talking about, and 
perhaps there isn't universal consensus that they are the same person. I mean, I am certainly not trying to convince anyone that they are the same person. But as far as the Stein shooting, you will see two different sketches. Like, even if you look at the wanted poster of the Zodiac Killer, there are two different sketches there. And as I understand, that is the same person. One was the original sketch, and then one is the amended sketch. But that was not a what James was referring to. He's referring to the Stein suspect and the Lake Berryessa voyeur. But I think that this is one of the few times when I've explored the Zodiac Killer CIA connection, and I found that it was going all the way back to 1966 with the murder of Sherry Jo Bates. And in that, um, at that time, Sherry Jo Bates, of course, was murdered on October 30th of that year. She was murdered outside of the Riverside City College Library. And after the Bates murder, there were three sets of writings that were discovered. One of them was the Riverside Confession that says, Miss Bates was stupid. She went to the slaughter like a lamb. Beware, I'm stalking your girls now. That is the one that is typed. And then in December of 1966, there is the desktop bomb that was discovered. I believe it's actually a custodian that found the desk in storage. And it's on the underside. And it says, sick of living, unwilling to die. Blood spilled all over her dress. Oh, well, it was red anyway. I'm paraphrasing, but... That's the desktop poem. And then, in the spring of 1967, there are the three letters that are mailed that say, Bates had to die, there, had, there will be more. One of them actually says, she had to die, there will be more, because it was mailed to somebody who was also named Bates. It was mailed to Sherry Joe's father, actually. So that's why it says, she had to die, there will be more. And the, the uh, take on it from James Simpson is... Right here, it says, Before the Sherry Joe Bates murder in Riverside, there was also a sort of cryptic discovery of a bayonet as a murder weapon. Operation Bayonet was the run-up to Operation Wrath of God, and are filed together as part of a series of operations which include Operation Spring of Youth. The Bates letters were also encrypted with a slight shift of the letters to derive the phrases, Bate Shad to Pi, the RF frequency will be Morse. Bot is a, he is a female in Hebrew, and Ashad is a group or organization in Hebrew, and the word Pi, standing for the four Pi cult that formed by these members. These questions are better answered with graphics and um, to represent the letter shifts. And absolutely, I think that's true. But And when he says two Pi, th the letters say Bates had to die, and then there is... um. A letter D that has a line that's going down, and that's actually meant to be the word pi. Bate shad. Well, I mean, you guys can respond in the comment section down below. What do you think about the CIA connection involving the Bates letters? And it's also important to remember, in 2021, perhaps the biggest piece of Zodiac news that year was that the Riverside PD released a statement saying that the Bates Had to Die letters were a hoax, that they were a prank, that somebody had confessed to fabricating those in 2016, saying that he was a troubled teenager, he did it as a sick joke, and he wanted to come clean, I mean, 50 years later, just under 50 years, actually. I was wondering if he was dealing with some type of statute of limitations on the crime. I mean, because that would be a crime that would definitely be obstruction of justice and maybe some other 
illegal activities, but he said that he was responsible for it and that he was not the real killer and he was not the Zodiac. I am not someone who doubts the authorities, and I'm also not someone who is always thinking that law enforcement is lying to me. Sometimes they do, but until I have a reason to suspect that they are, I go along with stuff like that. If they say that the letters are a hoax, I will support them on that. But a lot of people are in disagreement with me. One of them appears to be James Simpson, who believes that there is this type of encoded message dealing with a um, some type of Hebrew group. But also, I'm the host of the Zodiac Killer Channel's Interview with the Experts series, and I've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of people about the Bates Had to Die letters. Richard Grinnell of ZodiacCiphers.com gave um, a lot of explanations about why he believes that the same person wrote the Riverside Confession, the Desktop Poem, and the Bates Had to Die letters. Mark Hewitt as well, author of Hunted, Profiled, and Exposed, and gave some very big reasons why he thinks that the Bates Had to Die letters were not from the prankster, and I would invite you to listen to those interviews over on the Zodiac Killer channel. But to go back to um, the theories put forward by James Simpson, he's going to look at a very particular suspect whom he believes, indeed, was the Lake Berea Savoyer, the man seen looking at the three girls on September 27th of 1969, and that is Michael Aquino, someone who is not unheard of in the Zodiac world. But what he says is, Michael Aquino was busy during these periods setting up the Temple of Set and the Church of Satan, as, as well as creating the Manson One and Manson Two Son of Sam cults. This group was expanded with the Finders, the Process Church, the Light, the Children of the Fold, and even the NXIVM. You find these terms are related to the ciphers of the original Zodiac letters, each with their own personal signature from Aquino. As a psychological warfare specialist, he was keen to have used the ciphers and his military background with the CIA in Laos under the Phoenix Project to create a sort of quote-unquote little list that mirrored the same technological profiling used then, having access to massive computing centers. They were able to take the names of people and gather other information that would be used to create a profile, and when they planned to target someone, their name was played out in the my name is Cypher, my name is blank, and as we said at the beginning, this allowed them to use the Cypher text as a form filler, adding the name of a person, and you can see that they are playing their own agents as a stool pigeon in case they were caught. Okay, but I want to be clear about something as well. I've talked about the Zodiac Killer CIA connection for some time. I mean, I have a handful of episodes about it, and this is one point that I really felt was neglected in some of the other theories, and that is, what could be the meaning of the ciphers? Like, if it's all about getting the ciphers printed in the paper, or just even getting them discussed in casual conversation, or getting the Bates letters publicized or discussed in casual conversation, could they not have an additional meaning that could only be understood by the CIA operatives. And I think you heard about how the Bates Had to Die letters would be, that it says, Pade Shad for Pi, and then there's going to be a Morse transmission. But I think that definitely ties right into the idea that 
the CIA is working with a bunch of underground operations and that they are behind some very sketchy groups that are more or less operating in the shadows, what I like to call the shadow network of cult-like activity, that these groups are sponsored by the CIA as a way to change modern culture, the concept of if you control how people think, you can control everything. Now, I did notice that uh, James Simpson wrote out Manson number one and Manson number two. I believe Manson one is just Charles Manson, right? But Manson number two is Bill Menser, if I'm not mistaken. And Bill Menser goes on to become a Zodiac Killer suspect himself. I have an episode about him if anybody would like to hear. But I did say we were going to come back to Senator Bernie Sanders, because to give credit to James once again, I think that he is one of the first people who has ever presented a solid case on how there could be some type of Bernie Sanders Zodiac Killer connection, and it just stems from the fact that Bernie Sanders was a CIA operative, that he is involved with all of these things. So the same thing that's going on now, trying to control the way people think, affecting modern culture, and I'll continue with the post from James uh, right here. This is one of his emails. It appears that Sanders was killing a part of the continuation of the previous historical killings, like Jack the Ripper and the Dahlia and the Lipstick Murders, both attributed to members of these religious factions. Aquino came along later when the two countries' intelligence agencies decided that they wanted to concoct this affair and plotted to take out John F. Kennedy to plant their choice in the White House. After the assassination, they needed to find a person that fit the image of their intended character to use as a sort of illusion behind the killings as a, of a single person. The peek through the pines card waves their dirty laundry in the wind when inadvert when inverted inverted excuse me as you can see there is there is info here that could not really be known from the basic general stories of a lone gunman killer that would be reading about the craft in the images of the card now I want to um highlight his uh, solution to the Pines card, because recently I was talking about the case breakers, the people who brought Gary Francis Post forward as the Zodiac, and they said that the um, the cards actually have some very intricate meanings, the Halloween card, the Peek Through the Pines card, and even the 13 Hole Punch card, and I personally think that the case breakers' solutions are a little bit too intricate, they're too complicated, but when um, you turn up the Pines card upside down in James Simpson's theory, it says... I'm the CIA in your nose, around in the snow, in the bush. And that's just the, um, more like a taunt. I think that that is someone who is bragging and taking credit for this. I mean, I think that at this point, though, we do have to give a certain amount of pushback. And Bernie Sanders, though, has connections to California. He's definitely been a career politician. But overall, I do have to play the plausible deniability card about how Bernie could have had any type of involvement with not only the Zodiac murders, but any murder. And I think that there's a lot of wheel spinning and speculation and some things that are a little bit unsubstantiated because even though I talk about the Zodiac Killer CIA connection. It doesn't mean that I am a genuine believer in this theory, or even in the theory that there are all of these movements that are involved, such as the Process Church, that they are directly orchestrated by the CIA. 
I mean, I can understand why people think that, and sometimes they have very, very outrageous and exaggerated descriptions of this, just to say something simple, that the CIA is up to no good. I definitely believe that. But these specific pieces put in place that Manson, the son of Sam, and the Zodiac Killer are all CIA operations that have been created to um, control humanity because they're all part of not only not only this desire to control people, but also there is this type of um, secret guarded religion that is only present with the global elites. And they need justifications for their destructive behaviors. They need justifications for the wars. They need justifications for doing chemical experiments on people, clinical trials, selling pharmaceuticals that are going to destroy people's brain cells. They need some type of justification for that, so they turn to something that allows them to have these types of practices and encourages them to do so. And then the CIA is the private arm of the global elites, and then well, they don't want to destroy humanity with a nuclear bomb or something. No, they want to destroy humanity in a way that is profitable for them and allows them to maintain power. So they send out operatives into these um, vulnerable communities, and then maybe the operative can even be behind the creation of something such as the Process Church, or something such as Scientology, so says some people. Or how about something such as the Manson family getting straight to it, and that they want to use the publicity around these specific crimes to make people think in a certain way. Because when I've talked about the Zodiac uh, CIA connection in the past, a lot of it relates to the Zodiac Manson connection, and they think that, well, the CIA just wanted to destroy the hippie movement, and that's why Charles Manson was turned into such a famed criminal that the whole thing, the Sharon Tate murders, the LaBianca murders, they, that was all just a way to uh, bring Charles Manson into the forefront and to show people that the hippie lifestyle and sex, drugs, and rock and roll will turn you into a murderer because the hippies were opposed to not only the Vietnam War but also to the American political establishment. And, th and I think that James Simpson's material is definitely going in a different direction. He's saying it's way more precise than that, that you have people who are setting up these crimes because there's almost something beyond affecting modern culture. They want to continue a centuries-old tradition of ritual killings. I mean, you heard that line in there about how this is going back to Jack the Ripper, and it was the same thing at that time. I'm playing the skeptical card, but what do you guys think? And you can weigh in in the comments section down below, and you can talk about anything that was covered in this episode. Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. How about Gareth Penn and Michael O'Hare, as well as the murder of Joan Webster? Or if you want to weigh in on the solution to uh, the Bates Had to Die Litters, I would put that in the category of no matter what, I think that that is um, a rather incredible solution about Bate Shad Tufai, that it's actually some type of um, Hebrew message. But um, I do want to be clear, though, that if there are people out there who do think that there's just this absolute... CIA Israeli connection. If you ever want to um, spend some time, like a large portion of your life, listening to things about that, I invite you to check out the work of Michael Collins Piper, who's all about 
pro-Mossad elements in the CIA, as well as pro-Jewish organized crime in the CIA. And I did some responses to the Michael Collins Piper um, episodes on uh, this channel when I was talking about um, the, uh, the Kennedy assassination and lots of things here on Black Box Online Radio. One more time, I invite you to subscribe and you can go through all of the older podcast recordings. And sometimes I talk about some theories that are a little bit more outrageous than others. But the fact of the matter is I try to give almost everyone a chance. And that was the focus of this episode. I am definitely not convinced that Bernie Sanders has ever been involved in any murder, but what do you think? And I'm also not convinced that um, the Bates had to die letters were authentic, or that the Lake Berryessa voyeur had any role in the Zodiac killings at all. But if you would like to challenge me on that, you can put your ideas in the comment section down below. Feel free to uh, visit the page for buymeacoffee.com for BlackBoxNet88. And you can also write the show the way James Simpson did at blackboxonlineradio at AOL.com. You can also get me on Facebook. My personal Facebook is in the description box. And there is always blackboxnid88 on Instagram, and I will see you over there for the bonus podcast. Until next time.